Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, Gym Lords? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. My name is Bree. I will be your host today, and I am here with Ryan from R&N Gym in Alaska. What's up, Ryan? How are you today? Doing good. Doing good. Awesome. Glad to have you here. Be interesting. All right, let's jump right into it. So tell me what it is that made you want to open your own facility. Um, kind of a, a mixture of things. Um, definitely been into fitness for a while, but then being in the military um, for as long as I have been, fitness is obviously a big part of it. Um, and then uh, got stationed up in Alaska and then my med board came about. <clears throat> so when that came about, it was, uh, needless to say, moving a lot faster <laughs> than planned. And, uh, I was not ready to get out. I planned on definitely staying in a lot longer. Mm -hmm. So, um, going with that, trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do with my life? So at the time I, uh, was working out at planet fitness, which was really the only gym up here. Um, there was a guy who was like, Hey, let's open a gym. Well, you know, I was going through a very hard down spell at the time because again, wasn't ready to get out and, uh, depression was kicking in and everything else. So, I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Why not? So always wanted a gym of my own anyway. So let's go for it. Now to go on top of that, uh, with getting medical out, I also had a neighbor that lived above me who stole my identity and oh. took me for about 20 K. So my credit score at the time went from about a 750 down to a 400. And I was wow. going through a divorce at the time as well. So I literally built the gym with my paycheck. Um, I got a building, started the gym with literally, I got a picture of it. It had <laughs> the building, a laptop, a printer, an easy curl bar, one set of 120 dumbbells, a barbell, and literally like this Marcy style home bench. And then wow. from there, it was literally going on Craigslist and finding stuff that I could find and getting it, <clears throat> building it up. And, uh, it, I mean, it went from that to using VA benefits, <clears throat> uh, vote, vocational rehab, um, which, I mean, I don't know, this probably can come in later in the podcast, but, mm -hmm. um, then, uh, a TBI grant and gradually built it up from there. Wow. Okay. So yeah, you started from, from zero, from nothing, literally. When we and say built it zero, up I mean, there was no loans. There was, mm -hmm. I mean, I literally would take my paycheck. I took 
stuff that I know I didn't need anymore. And I would trade it in for cash to mm -hmm. buy equipment. Wow. Yeah. So you were, it was very, very tight in the beginning to say the least. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so we'll get to where you are now in just a moment, but as far as your business model goes, so where did you start? Were you just doing one-on-one -on -one training initially? And is that how you kind of built up your clientele? Um, how did that work in the beginning? So in the beginning, it was, <clears throat> it was hard. I mean, it was very, very hard. Um, Cause the demographic up here, especially like, so I'm in North pole. All right. So you got North Pole Fairbanks. That's a lot closer to say, I guess if you want to, for people that aren't too familiar with it, Anchorage is more Southern. All right. That's your bigger city. Um, mm -hmm. Then you got Fairbanks. So we're closer to the Arctic Circle. All right. It's cold. It's, you know, we're looking six to eight months of darkness. Um, very minimal sunlight in the winter. And then in the summer, you know, you got 24 hour daylight but it's, I don't want to say fitness isn't important up here, but it's not the same demographic as it is down in say in Anchorage or the lower 48. So right. when I open the gym, you know, it's a very hard community to break into because everyone's used to what they have already for one. And then also getting trying to get clientele because I mean it's no one knows you and it's it's just a hard community to break into yeah so it started out sure. with basically just I didn't have the 24 hour to initially start with either so mm -hmm. the gym was 5 a.m to 10 p.m and it was me staying there on top of having to report on duty because I was still active duty at the time too. So there was a lot of back and forth. Right. Um, and when I could pick up a client, I would, but it was very minimal. And I was only charging $30 a month at the time just to get people wow. in the door. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was still one-on-one -on -one and I didn't have the 24 hour. I didn't have, I mean, it was a very harsh looking gym. I mean, it was, it was rough. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was going to ask specifically about the demographic in your area because I'm sure it's a little bit different and also about the population within so your area. So with that demographic though, I, I am specifically placed in between Fort Wainwright active military base, which is where I was stationed. And then mm -hmm. Ileson air force base. But the issue you run into there is there's Wainwright has Fort Wainwright has two gyms. So mm -hmm. the people there though, it's free, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. And Ileson has one gym. It's very big. And again, it's free. Right. So you know, you gotta, you gotta look at that part too, but I know what I look for in a gym. I know the atmosphere that I look for in a gym. So mm -hmm. even though the equipment was like something that 
I'm pretty sure Arnold used back in his day, the atmosphere is what builds your gym. Yeah, so absolutely. I focused on that real harsh on the atmosphere of how when you walk in, it's like, okay, you know, I feel comfortable here. Mm-hmm. And that, I, yeah, think, absolutely. I think that helped out a lot. Definitely. Yeah. That's a huge part of it. Just building that community of people and providing a comfortable place for people to come in and actually achieve their results. Because a lot of times when people are going to facilities that are, you know, $10 a month, $20 a month free. Yeah. That's great. But a lot of times people aren't getting the results that they're looking for, especially if they're not super motivated on their own. Um, so providing that for the people in the area, if that's what they're looking for, then that's great. And on the other side of that, I mean, you want a specific person in your facility anyway, to build off of your, your community. You don't want just anybody in your doors anyways. So defining that uh, specific avatar and getting the right people in your door is super well, important. Also, the other issue I was looking at too was, so initially only charging $30 a month, that was just to get people in the door. Mm-hmm. So prior to actually opening, I was looking at, okay, these are the prices that other gyms around the area are charging. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, there's this club over here that charges roughly $190 for a couple to join. Plus Mm -hmm. you have to sign up for a year or you got to sign a contract, which they also make you pay roughly six to $800 on top of that, which is insane. Mm -hmm. And you know, all these other gyms, they have their contracts that you got to sign. Right. Um, So I set my price up to where it's, low enough that I can still, that people aren't like, oh, wow, that's crazy expensive, but yet it's still up here. It's, oh, wow, that's a great price. Mm-hmm. But yet it's where I can still afford, I can still pay the bills and I can still make a profit off of everything. Right. Okay. That was, uh, that was a part that took me a minute to figure out, but yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So now as far as your membership base goes, how many, how many members do you currently have across, uh, you know, all of the services that you're offering? So throughout all services. um, So I offer just to kind of give a little detail into it. Mm -hmm. um, I got general public, military, police, fire, veteran, EMS discount, senior. Um, I offer a, a student athlete discount and then a family plan. But from there through all, I'm at um, 900 active paying clients. Wow. So those prices range depending on what types of programs they're in. So just, so it's all dependent on membership. So say Mm -hmm. general public is 55, Mm -hmm. $30 signup fee. Uh, military's 45 with a $30 signup fee. Um, then family plans are say, say it were you and me, it would mm-hmm. be, I'm, say I'm military. So I'd be 45. You would be an additional 30 a mm-hmm. month, um, $30 signup fee for each. And then there's no contract. It's just month to month. 
Okay. I, I know a lot of people are like, well, that's dangerous. You could be losing out on that. But I'll tell you right now, up here and with the military, I benefit from that a lot. Um, my aunt used to own a gym in Alabama, in Huntsville. And she mm -hmm. tried telling me over and over and over, you need to do contracts, you need to do contracts. I'm like, I'm not doing contracts. I was in the service for a long time. And, you know, I got, I got pummeled by contracts constantly, even though it was illegal. But right. it came time to deploy, they're not supposed to charge you the rest mm -hmm. of that year or whatever, if you bring them orders, but they get you for it somehow. So the plan here was, okay, if I charge this amount, no contract, go month to month, you physically have to come in and cancel prior to uh, the automatic payday. Mm -hmm. And uh, any otherwise it's gonna keep automatically charging, then whatever, and it'll, it'll grow from there. And it is honestly paid dividends in itself right yeah i mean that it definitely makes sense for your client base i mean having people that are kind of in and out a lot it makes sense for you to offer that uh and not keep them on a contract as far as tracking your numbers and mm -hmm. like your month to month recurring revenue mm -hmm. typically that's more challenging when you don't have a contract and that's i mean just because you have a contract doesn't guarantee that you're going to be taking that money in anyway, but there's a little bit higher of a chance that that money is going to be coming in. Um, so do you, do you find it more challenging to track your monthly recurring revenue or um, how do you, how do you kind of go about doing that? Are you, I guess a, a better question would be, how is your retention rate? Retention is great actually. Yeah. Um, good. But again, you know, and you know, it's a lot of it is a lot of it is just the members up here. It's they mm -hmm. come in the minute they walk in the door, they're like, the atmosphere is great. It's I love it. So it's you know, it's a eight thousand square foot, six garage doors. So in the summer we can open them up. You know, it's just, it's not, the equipment's not all the same color. It's very kind of just, it's extremely clean. Don't get me wrong, but it's not just, mm -hmm. it, the atmosphere of it is what seems to keep the reoccurring members that just constantly keep the flow going. Because right. every time, I mean, I constantly get members over and over. It's just, the gym is great. I love the gym. It's love it here it's great i mean i've had members at military that pcs from this base to go out of state to another base and i mean they're giving me plaques saying best gym in alaska or this that and the other so <clears throat> you know it's just i i can't say if it, it would be the same in the lower 48 i can't say right but being between the two military bases and i'm not saying i'm primarily military up here i mean it's so mm -hmm you know, it's the memberships are so split between general military and everything else, but it just, it's not difficult. I mean, it, it works very yeah. well. Retention's great. Right. 
that's good. That's good that it works um, and that your retention is great because if it wasn't great, then obviously maybe that wouldn't be working so well. But the fact that it is great is is awesome. Obviously, that's working for you. Um, so as far as generating new memberships, how are you getting new faces in the door? Are you doing any type of paid advertising? Are you more referrals and word of mouth, more organic kind of content stuff? How are you getting new faces in the door? So at the beginning, I tried the paid advertising and all that stuff. And, you know, that stuff is really expensive. I'm not going to lie. And it just, it didn't up here wise, it didn't pay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I tried the newspaper thing for a while that didn't pay off. I tried the radio that just didn't pay off. I tried having the radio station come out and hold kind of like a little event where people can come out, check out the gym, do things around. That's a whole nother show on that one there alone. Um, (laughs) basically up here it's for me, it's Instagram, Facebook and then word of mouth is huge up here. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, this person tells this person that tells this person that tells this person that tells this person and it just blows up like wildfire. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how many new members on average or new faces rather in your door on average, would you say that you're seeing every month? Oof. Every month? on average, at least so we just got out of PCS season. All right. So we just had a bunch Mm -hmm. of military leave and we're getting ready to have another influx of, so when PCS was leave come in, but I mean, it, it ranges anywhere between like 20 to 20 plus a month. I mean, I mean, there's some months where it can go upwards of 30 to 40 and there's others Mm -hmm. where it stays right around 10 to 20. Okay. Okay. And of those new people coming in your door, what percentage would you say are converting to some type of paid membership? All of them. All of them. Perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. Only one, I mean, I would say at least 98%. Um, yeah. In the winter, we tend to get a couple. I tend to get a couple that they come up just for a vacation. Yep. Um, so they'll do like a week pass or I've had a couple people that um, saw me on uh, inst- on uh, Christian Guzman, um, who owns Alpha Elite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His... Uh, YouTube channel um, that we're like, oh, wow, he, I, I want to go to this gym and check it out because Christian works out here when he's up here with Heidi. So they'll come up here and check it yep. out, so on and so forth. So I would say at least 98% get a membership. And then you just get the, the tourists that come up and check it out. Right. Okay. Um, so as far as goals go within the business over the next six months to a year or so, is there anything specific that you're focused on? Yes, actually, um, 
so the next real big goal for the gym is looking for the expansion. Um, I was trying to do it a lot this past summer, um, but looking for the uh, about two to 3,000 square foot expansion. Mm-hmm. So I can add, because I want to set more of uh, a cardio area, small group classes, because I don't have that yet. And right. then, um, then just the lifting area. So I want to, I want to okay. incorporate small group classes, like, you know, spin, pound, Zumba, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, is there, so that's within the next six months to a year or so you're looking to implement those group classes, um, and that, that extra cardio space. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. And then as far as targeting those types of people is there any type of plan in place for targeting that it's a it's a little bit of a different market than your you know weight training client typically um so is there a specific plan for targeting them or you're just going to kind of stick with your your word of mouth so i kind of already have I kind of already have a group of them, mm-hmm. a group. I kind of have that already here a little bit. Okay. Um, but I just don't have that to offer. Right. Um, and I mean, I've had so many people ask if you get this and this, I'll be over. If you get this mm-hmm. and this, I'll be over. So, I mean, it's already, you know, it's already there to, I already got people wanting it and mm-hmm. if I get it, it'll be there. So it's already wanted and requested. So the clientele is there. I just need it. Right. Got it. Okay. And then as far as membership pricing goes for those additional services, would that be something that is added on to their membership? Like if they wanted to do three classes per week or a certain amount of classes per month, would that be a higher membership rate? How are you planning on, on working that out? So for like the class portion of it, I would Mm -hmm. keep the membership, the the memberships themselves the same, but the classes would go to a punch card. Okay. Um, Cause the punch card seemed to work for up here wise. I don't, I guess, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out a little bit why the punch cards are yeah. so popular up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but punch cards up here are just a craze, but uh, people love the punch cards. You charge, yeah. most people are like roughly right around 110 bucks they'll purchase the punch card it'll be like 12 punches and you go to town with that punch card and they seem to love it and they use it as they please and so that's kind of kind of what i'm setting towards right now yeah um, one of my trainers is already certified in just about everything known to mankind so uh She's kind of my, my go-to for that one. And she's the one I'm, you know, once all that goes down, we'll, we'll hash that and narrow it down more, but right. that's kind of what we're leaning towards right now. 
yeah, that makes it easy to track too, as far as, um, you know, when somebody's membership is up because yeah. you have the punch card and you can see how many sessions they have and then, you know, get them on yeah. another punch card from there. So yeah. that makes it easy to, um, easy to keep track of that anyway. Mm-hmm. So one question that I always love to ask everybody that I have on the podcast is if you could snap your fingers and improve one thing in your business right now, what would that be and why? Ooh. I could improve, I could improve one thing. It's a tough one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've been through a lot of rough, rough patches. And I'm not going to lie. Um, as of right now, I would probably say. The only, whew, after everything I've been through, the only thing I would, this is going to sound really minimal to what a lot of people would probably say, but it would, okay. literally, it would literally just be just a, maybe a couple more employees, that space, mm-hmm. literally maybe just like a couple more employees, get that space in those classes going. And that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you haven't dove into the background. So I'm, that's really, about all I can think of right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, yeah, you've gone through a lot and started from the ground and built it from nothing to where you are today. So, I mean. There's been some crutches with a couple things too, so. I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna bring them up, if you wanna talk about them, I'm down for it. <laughs> you know that saying where they always tell you, don't go in business with a partner. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to that. Yeah. So initially I went into business with a partner and he only made it about four, four months into opening. Um, it went into, you know, I mean, obviously the gym was just opening. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was nobody only right. charging $30 a month. There was no income. It was literally just off of the checks. So up here, we don't have, up here, we have to pay for heating fuel to get delivered. All right. And then mm-hmm. that heating fuel is what heats the buildings. I mean, there's that. And then the building I was in, I was getting astronomical prices for heating on top of it. And he just, he wasn't, he paid his half of rent one time. Then the rest of the time, any money that would come in the account, he would take his girlfriend out and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. So it got to the point where I just couldn't take it anymore. So I went to the banker and I'm like, Hey, what, 
is the next step here because I can't, it, we can't keep doing this. And he's like, well, right. technically I didn't set the 50-50 up the proper way. So if we do, if you close the account, you buy the name, set it up as a sole proprietor, it's 100%, it's yours. So I did that, gave him the boot. That did not go over very well initially. I'm sure. <laughs> but then of course, small town, mm -hmm. uh, tried saying, that particular person tried saying everything he did is what I did, but everyone was kind of questioning like, well, if that happened, then why are you not working on getting your business back, this, that, and the other? People tr slowly figured out that it was not true. Mm -hmm. And then uh, starting to come back from that, membership started to go up. Yeah. And about a year and a half, two years in, I'm up to 74 members. And I'm at a lull. All right, I'm just sitting there and I'm like starting to freak out a little bit. It's getting really hard. I mean, I'm almost ready to crash. Mm -hmm. Had a guy come in and he's like, well, you know, he owned a very successful business. And he's like, well, you know, I'll basically buy in 25% if you let me and uh, be more silent. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did that. Got the 24 hour system after that. And it just went really exploded. Got up to about 230 and about two years down the road, got into this new building, get over here, grew even more, more memberships exploded even more. And then, uh, comes down, I get a phone call one day and he's like, I'm moving. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. Not really having a warning and needless to say, buying in at $10,000 at 25% mm -hmm. and me having no warning whatsoever, having to come up with 50 K. Now this is right when COVID hit. Oh, great timing. Yeah. Right. So now I got to figure out, I had right when COVID hit come up with 50 K the gym is closed right now, but the members kept paying. All my members were like, keep paying. Wow. I'm like, oh, you guys are saving my life. Yeah. It's, it's the only income that I had. Right. So ended up one of my members who owns two realty companies up here, linked me up with his banker, that banker helped me out, got me that, got him out. And, uh, I own it hundred percent myself now. Mm -hmm. Um, made it through COVID, um, only lost maybe 10 out of, at that time I was at four sixty ish members. Um, only lost about 10 during that two month period where I was shut down. Wow. And again, all the members were like, okay, keep charging me. We'll be there when you're, when you reopen and, uh, ended up reopening. All the members came back and I, as soon as I came back, exploded up to five. Once he, once that other guy was gone, yep. the minute people knew he was gone, it just blew up even more. 
And uh, then there was some tax issues that he ended up hitting me with behind my back that I'm mm -hmm. paying for now. Very, very expensive tax issues that are awkwardly the same amount that I had to pay him out for. Um, Interesting. Right? Mm. Some weird bank accounts came up that I never knew about. But um, getting all that worked out now. Mm -hmm. Jim's getting back in the green again. You know, I'm, I mean, I was never under per se, but I'm getting everything back to where it's smooth sailing again. I got that taken care of, this taken care of, that taken care of. So when I say, when you ask me that question, after making it through all that, honestly, yeah. I'm, you know, two partners and being basically stabbed in the back. I mean, and still being able to make it through. Yeah. You know, I really can't complain right now. No. Yeah, absolutely. That's completely understandable. It sounds like each time you went through, I don't want to say getting rid of, but essentially that's the, the correct way to put it, getting rid of a partner. Yeah. Um, it sounds like that helped your business grow each time. Well, and it did, because I mean, every, each partner that I had was a crutch in the business in one way or another with mm -hmm. some type of clientele. And right. I didn't see it at the time mm -hmm. until that particular partner was gone. And it just, once it was gone, I mean, it just continued to grow and grow and grow and grow, you know, and it's, it's crazy how like even say the business account we would go basically month to month with that second partner mm -hmm. where now it's miraculously there's money in the account after all bills are paid right how come there was never any money in there when he was here but now there is money when nothing mm -hmm. has really changed right i don't it it didn't add up I and mean, you know and i i tried watching the account like a hawk but it just never, two and two never add up. It, it always came mm -hmm. up to 22. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and it, you know, during that whole process, you know, my marriage took a hit, you know, and it took a stress, it took a toll on my stress. And mm -hmm. so finally getting out of that hole, I mean, I can literally say just the expansion, couple employees, that's really, what I could use right now. Yeah, for sure. And um, I mean, you learned the hard way that owning the business alone is the better route than uh, working with a partner. I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to say that there's, I'm not trying to say like anyone opening a business in general, not to have a partner, but yeah. if you have a partner, do your background, do your mm -hmm. research. I mean, I definitely rushed in to one opening the gym. I rushed into two partners without really looking into anything. I rushed into a lot. I got, I mean, literally I got lucky and didn't end up falling on my behind, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but just, yeah, I mean, definitely need to 
really pay attention to that stuff, you know, and again, same thing with the, everyone's like, oh yeah, you're not going to make any profit until at least five years, you know, and I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. No, you're not. It's, you're not going to make a profit. You're not. I mean, right. Time to grow. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of times, um, talk about this a lot with a lot of gym owners, a lot of people are so excited to get in, open a facility, start doing, you know, their personal training, whatever it is that they're offering. And they jump into like a large space with a lot of overhead and then they can't afford to pay the bills just because like you said, it takes a little while to grow the membership base to be able to afford the higher overhead. And um, I think that that's something that, uh, that's a mistake I think that a lot of gym owners make initially is being really excited about it. They want the biggest, shiniest, nicest facility that they can have. And they don't think about how they're gonna generate the money to pay for it essentially, so. And see with that is there's a lot of, you see it a lot up here anyway is um, a lot of gyms up here want to, they'll open. Okay. So it's like, okay, so we'll open here. Then it's like, okay, I want to expand here. Okay. Now I want to add this. Okay. Now I'm going to open up in this area. Okay. And then I'm going to yes. open up down in Anchorage. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now you need to be able to one afford employees on top of all your basic overhead on top of it. Well then now, so for instance, there's a, there's another gym up here that just opened recently about a year ago in a small area. And I know for a fact that they charge $2 a square foot, which adds up fast. Mm -hmm. So I know for a fact that they're paying at least $11,000 in rent. Easy. Not even six months in, he expanded. And now he wants to open another location for meal prep and meal planning. But you're looking at the cost of food up here is tenfold. Oh, I'm sure. And the prices you have to charge up here to buy the food the prices you have to charge for people to purchase the like say seven days of meals and then to actually prep it. I mean, it just, it, you gotta, it, it's not like what you could charge down the lower 48 for some of those other meal companies. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, there's already one gym that's closed two locations. Mm -hmm. One is right down the road for me that, she grew that particular person grew too fast three yeah. locations within two years it was too fast and this person is on the verge of doing the same thing and mm -hmm. people keep on asking me well when are you going to put a location in Fairbanks I'm not at a point just because I've been open six years I'm not at a point where I could open another location yet no so it's people tend to grow too fast yeah yeah and I think a lot of times they overlook the fact that before you even consider having another location, you should be busting at the seams, essentially. Your classes should be 
at capacity. You should be maxed out with personal training. There should be absolutely no room for another person to be able to fit in your door before you even consider opening another location. And I think that that gets overlooked so much, you know, and even, even when classes are completely full, it's like, okay, well, add another class time if that's something that you can do before opening that other location. Because a lot of times that other location ends up ruining the first location because not only does it, you know, it costs so much to run a facility, but it also takes away your time and attention from your facility. I mean, your the first facility is probably running great because you have invested so much there as far as your time, your energy, your attention, everything's invested there. When you take that away, typically mm-hmm. things start to go down. And then when you're trying to juggle two locations, it doesn't work out so well. So I think that that is something that really gets overlooked. Like I say, like people get excited. They're like, okay, this is doing great. Let's do it again. Yeah. But it doesn't always work that way. No, I mean, very seldom do you ever see it happen to where it goes that smooth, that fast. I mean, it literally, I mean, you got to look at, okay, here's your income. Here's your overhead at your place now. Mm -hmm. Could you literally afford another place? Right. With all the other overhead on top of employees, on top of a whole nother set of equipment. I mean, anyone that owns a gym knows equipment is not cheap. I mean, this stuff is... And then you got the constant upkeep. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are not nice to equipment. I'm sorry. No. I mean, whether it's a kickboxing gym, whether it's a powerlifting gym, a bodybuilding gym, whatever. I mean, people are not nice to the equipment. They, no. you almost wonder how people live at home sometimes, but. Yes, <laughs> it's true. So, I mean, the upkeep is, I mean, getting people to understand too, that, okay, when you ruin equipment and it breaks, that's taken away from money that could get new equipment Mm -hmm. or you know you slamming this down and ruining this is taken away from income that could be bringing in a new machine right so yeah people don't think of things like that they don't they just oh well there's that eh, right (laughs) absolutely all right so great content today thank you so much for providing your experience and then your insight as well. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, As we start to wrap up here, where can the listeners find you on social media? So Instagram is uh, RN underscore Jim underscore AK. And then Facebook is RN Jim AK. And then uh, Twitter is RN Jim AK. All right. Perfect. Pretty simple across the board. All righty. So thank you so much, Ryan, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. No problem. All right. RNN Jim in Alaska. All righty. So make sure that you subscribe so that you will be updated on future episodes of the show. In the meantime, make sure you keep killing it out there, Jim Lords, and we will catch you on the flip side. Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. 
You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Scott Brewer. Welcome back to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we interview real gym owners. Maybe these guys are in the trenches. Maybe they're discovering more about their business and really just building their business knowledge as a whole. Today, we have Miguel Lopez from Oakland, California, who was the owner of Boxing for Health. Miguel, say hello to Gym Lord Nation and give us that 30-second elevator pitch about your business and where it is today. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Miguel Lopez from Boxing for Health, owner of Boxing for Health. Yeah, so we are definitely located out of Oakland, California. Um, yeah, for what we do at Boxing for Health, we have kids class, we have um, adult class, we have boxers who are active fighters who competes um, as a professional or amateur fighting. And yeah, so we definitely have quite a few classes. If you guys would like to learn how to box, um, yeah, definitely come down and, you know, check us out. <laughs> Hell yes, sir. I'm certainly going to do that if I'm ever back in Oakland, California, you know, maybe for a Raiders game. Um, all right. Tell me the group classes, right, where you function. Do you have anything beyond that when it comes to the services? Like, why don't you just give us your full list of services that you provide your clientele? Okay, yeah. So we have cardio, we have cardio boxing classes. If you really like to, if you would like to, you know, get in shape, um, get more fit, if you feel like you're not in the best shape at all, and you're, um, and you have low endurance and stuff like that. So we have cardio classes to be able to help you to keep going while you're fighting in a ring or a boxing or whatever, any sports that you're doing, basketball, whatever you're doing. We have strength training classes to show you how to use your uh, how to build up your muscle endurance and also how to use your power without actually muscling up on your punches. If you guys can understand what I'm saying. And then we have our technical boxing class uh, with our technical boxing classes. Um, we just mainly just focus just on just fundamentals, you know, how to hold, you know, um, a correct, uh, how to throw a correct jab, how to hold your hands correctly. Also knowing your ranges, you know, when do you need to punch? and knowing the timing of the difference between timing and speed and stuff like that. So yeah, get really technical when it comes to boxing. And what do the, what do the sessions look like or the classes look like and do in terms of like how many heads you have in them. Right. And also the duration of time. And then do you also break it down to where people can either come see you in like a semi-private capacity or even personal training capacity? So, yeah. So, the way it works, so we do, so we are limited to 14 um, uh, in the class now. Mm -hmm. um, we used to have tons of people in the class. We're limited to 14 um, in a class. Um, for the class, we always ask everybody to make sure to book in advance. So, because these classes get booked pretty fast. Fun mm -hmm. classes. Um, now, well, for the classes, what we do um, within a class, I mean, so, yeah, so we do have personal training where we, um, if you're, if you want to, you know, get more technical with the boxing and stuff like that. We will just focus on, um, like, focus whatever you would like to build up. If it's like self defense, or if it's um, just learn, just building up your strength and stuff like that. So, 
So it's whatever that you, we try to cater more to the clients. And gotcha. um, yeah, so that's, that's mainly it. So cater to them and give them whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Do you ever sometimes enter a scenario or circumstance where you can't fulfill what the client is asking you for, or do you always just make it happen? You know what? It's funny. Like, I feel like we always make it happen. It's like, like, cause we, I mean, it's like when you come to a boxing gym, anytime somebody walk into a boxing gym and when they walk into a boxing gym, they're usually mainly, mainly looking for, you know, okay, I want to build more confidence. You know, I want to, um, I would like to learn self-defense right. or I just want to get in better shape because I always hear that boxing is a good way to get that full body, you know, um, uh, exercise. And right. so and those are the main things that when people come into a boxing gym, that's what they're usually looking for. And so it seemed for us, we do seem to fulfill, you know, what they know what they're looking for. Gotcha. Okay. So what's the impact been on your business with this current structure, with this business model? Are you guys, are you guys, you know, getting in the clientele that you need to be building on? I mean, we talked a little bit about your goals, right? And the expansion part of it. So I've got to think that growing clientele is definitely up there in terms of priority. So, you know, what's that look like for you? What's that impact look like for you right now? Yeah. So I feel like, you know, I mean, like, so since this, everything has been going crazy and stuff like that, you know, everyone knows what it is, pandemic and stuff like that. We've actually grown, um, actually during the pandemic, we actually um, kept our gym going. And by, um, even though it uh, tore a lot of business down for us, we decided to do like um, virtual training and where people was able to buy memberships through our virtual training. Like people uh, watching us from Ohio, other places and stuff like that. And it kind of was going. And so, and so, and and then so, and then um, when things start coming back together, we notice we end up, <laughs> actually, I felt like the pandemic actually helped us out a lot, honestly. And so, um, like, even though we lost a lot of members during, you know, during the time, but even during that time, like I said, we um, did our virtual uh, uh, client, I mean, our virtual training, but during our virtual training, we end up uh, building up uh, more, uh, bringing on more people. People seen us from Facebooks, from Zoom or whatever it is. People start watching us and people start start see, seeing us on Instagram and stuff like that. And it started building up and building up uh, word from mouth. And then I felt like um, now since now since it's done and over with or whatever, well, not completely done, but I mean, things are starting to get better. Now we're starting to grow even more. So it forces us to really, really change our whole tactic around. So it's like what we had going before, you know, it works. It worked for a little, for that little time, but now times has changed, which, which happens. Um, it just, I, I feel like, I feel like even, even during this pandemic, I feel like it just gave me a nice setback where I was able to sit down, think about what I can do, you know, mm-hmm. differently for our gym. And honestly, what the, all the changes that we're doing now, it really, like, it's really, really helping us. And the changes that we did, um, that, that we are doing is, um, I mean, everything is mostly all tech now. So it's like, we, uh, we, we have a, we have people to bubble to book classes, take advantage you know, of their, you know, of their, you know, like booking, booking sessions and stuff like that with us, seeing what the trainer's about, going on to our, to our website, you know, reading up about the trainers and everything, 
And then also if they want to do like a virtual session on, you know, online or whatever, they get to try it out. And after trying it out, they might want to come into the gym and actually try it out in person. And we and it seemed like when people come in to try it out in person, they can't stop coming. And so it just, I feel like we really, really grew um, complete, um, a lot, you know, from- So you know, what characteristic do you feel like you implemented that's been that anchor or that's been that, you know, that fuel to the fire? You know, what, what we implement, implemented was, um, the, like I said, the virtual, I think, what, uh, is what helped us out. And then, um, and also just, um, we did, I mean, even when we, even though we limited our classes and everything, um, I think people feel a little bit better that, that the class is smaller. Um, and then even right. though it's weird, like, it's weird, like, even though the people feel better that the class is smaller, it seemed like we have, we got more people that's want to sign up and, you know, and then, um, and just like, okay, well, I got my own bag. I got my own, I, I feel like I get more attention with the trainers and stuff like that. Cause when right. our class was, when our class, when we had like 30 people in a class, right. some people felt like they wasn't getting attention that they want and everything. Right. So and then we made everything a little bit smaller, but it seemed like now we just got more people just signing up and signing up. The crazy thing is we got, it's, it's more new people, you know, right. that's, that's signing up and not, not just our old clients coming back. You know, but our old clients are still there. They are faithful to us. I mean, they, they're faithful and everything, you know. I mean, they, they've been, I mean, they're, sorry, they're loyal, you know. They're, right. they're, they're loyal. So it's like, you know, um, and they actually, and our clients, we, we feel like our clients is the one that helps us out more too by, you know, word of the mouth. Hey, like, hey, you guys got to try Box of Help. If you don't know any other gym, uh, they just don't force you to jump in the ring and just fight or whatever. If you really want to know how to box, if you're green, if I'm not, when we say green, like a beginner, if you don't know any boxing whatsoever, we have a technical boxing class that will help you with that. And people who don't know much or feel uncomfortable at our, our, at our, I mean, at any kind of facility, when they come to us, they're like, okay, these guys makes me feel comfortable. Even though like I don't have to go to an advanced level or beginner level, it's all level. And that's mm -hmm. the thing. We don't want to just separate nobody. We want everybody to feel really comfortable. And the way we teach the class, I think, makes a big difference also. You know, we just don't say, okay, this class is going to be only be for advanced. And so it's, it's, it's the way we teach the class where we make it for advanced and beginners and intermediate. So if you have some experience of boxing, you're going to, and, um, it's, and, you have, and you have no experience of boxing, the class is going to feel like, okay, crap, they're, they're, hit, they're hitting everything. Like, um, you know, like beginners and advanced. So like, I feel like these classes are for me. And so. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Um, do you take people that come in that might be beginner level and sell them into like a one-on-one -on -one training program? Oh yeah, we do. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, we get, uh, actually a lot, you know, of, of new, newer clients that comes in who has, no experience at all and say, you know what, I would like to do maybe, uh, you know, personals first or maybe, you know, classes or whatever. Right. But we right. sit down, we talk with them and actually see what they really, really want. And then we'll say, okay, maybe this might right. be best for you. You know, this might, right. you might be comfortable with this. And then, you know, we always let them know what we can help, what we can help them with. Like, okay, if yeah. you're looking for, like for one, for people who are looking more for like self-defense, we usually say like, okay, we have uh, a package deal, you know, where you have access, you know, where you get four sessions with a, with a personal trainer and you have access, you get unlimited access um, 
to the, all the classes and then, and then you get the open gym with it also. And so you get the whole package. So it's like, okay, I like that because sometimes I want to try out a class where I, I wanted to work on my cardio, but then I want to have a trainer who can work with me with, you know, teaching me how to box a little bit more because I feel like I don't know anything. So I would like to learn a little bit more. So now you get that, now you get that one-on-one time too with your trainer. Yeah, so you're, you're going into the sales process a little bit there, right? So either virtually people can like take a virtual class and it sounds like it's for free. Is that correct? Well, before, yeah, it was for yeah, free. Initially, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so there's that. But then there's also this diagnostic sales approach for you when people are coming in face to face. And they're saying, hey, look, this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for, right? And then you say, okay, perfect. Based on what I'm hearing, right? Let me, let me write you a prescription here. And this prescription says you're going to join, you know, four sessions of PT and then get into group training. And you're going to be able to do some cardio with a little mixed martial arts and learn boxing and all this stuff, right? Exactly. So we got, yeah, so we got a diagnostic uh, sales process in place. Now, Based on that package you just described, where my mind goes is, okay, based on this client's journey or, or desire and frequency to come into the gym, mm -hmm. Miguel might have to, in a month or six weeks, go back and sell this person on another package. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Or do you have like an extended period of like a package or sessions and so forth? So for the package deal, um, it's not just for one month. I mean, so we have it set up like as a, as auto pay. So like it's, it's okay. So it could be for a whole year if they want. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course with our other, with our, with our regular classes, we have a, a three month membership, six month membership, a yearly mem uh, membership that they can also okay. sign up for. But yeah, so, so we do Got have it. sign up long-term. Okay, yeah. sweet. So then that kind of takes me to that question then, like you have that initial diagnostic sales process, right? You meet someone mm -hmm. for the first time. Hey, Miguel, I come in and I'm like, this is what I want. You diagnose what I need, present it to me. I sign up. Do you have sales process in place while I'm with you to get me to opt in to like the three months later or the six month or the year later or other, you know, uh, offerings that you have because you and I probably know, as well as every other business owner ought to know, people's goals change. Yeah. Their desires change and the things that they want change. And they should. If you're doing your fucking job as, your, as the business owner, as the doctor who's, di who's diagnosing them, they should change, right? They should reach a certain level and then now they need something else. So yeah. is there a sales process you have throughout their journey with you? Yeah, so we have a couple of people who's been there like maybe like for a year or two and they say, yeah, I've done the classes, you know, I've done the personal training. Yeah, I'm looking for something else, you know, something a little different. I mean, we say, okay, we can offer a boot camp, and we, it's, it's a four-week program Monday through Fridays, you know, for four weeks. And, okay, sweet. Mm -hmm, yeah, and then for, for those four weeks, we um, ask everybody, we try, to, we, we, for, we try to force everybody to be there you know, um, mostly um, as, you know, try not to miss any days. So what we do, so we say, um, if you, um, you, um, if you don't miss more than three days, um, um, for the whole four week of the boot camp, you collect your medals. 
And then if you, um, and if you collect seven medals, this, this, this is a catch right here. So if you collect seven medals, you know, then you're, um, then you'll end up having a belt. But by then, since you're with me training mostly every day, your boxing is a whole lot different. You're going to be looking like a, cause you're training for like seven months and you're training with me. Yeah. You're not missing more than three days. So you're being consistent, but, but, uh, by collecting seven medals, then we give you an actual, like an actual belt here. <laughs> like <an> actual belt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Hell yeah. And then, so that's, and it's a, and it's a real belt. And so it's not just one of those, you know, Amazon, like it's not one of those little fake uh, <laughs> WWC belts or whatever, but anyway, so, um, <laughs> so, so, um, but like I said, so um, most of these clients um, who have switched over, who have been with us for a while, they switched over, they said, okay, I want to get that belt. I want to get those medals. So now they got something to look for. Now they got to go. Then we have some like they like two belts, three belts. And now they're, and then of course we put it on Instagram, social media, they're sitting there with their belts and everything. And so it feels good. And now, and then other clients see that also. They're like, Hey, yeah, I got these belts. My boxing is so much better. You know, I feel comfortable. I feel more confidence and everything. And I just can't stop doing it. And see, with the, after the four week program is over, there's a week break. And then, so now you have to wait. It's like, okay, crap. I got to wait for a whole nother week for this boot camp to start again. And that's when we start the next program. But you got to hurry up and sign up as, as soon as you can so you can hurry up and get in that, uh, for, the, uh, for that boot camp. And so the yeah, boot camp. I love that. Yeah, I, I, I really yeah, I love this thing where you have people reaching for some, like, you know, representation of them being high level within your within your family within your community right it just makes people want to aspire to become better as well yeah, yeah, right yeah. so you have this constant pursuit of people becoming better what does that mean for you as the business owner i mean let's call it what it is right like it means people are opting into more of our programs yeah, right yeah, yeah. They're getting into those four-week boot camps they're getting into the one-on-one -on -one training they're like fuck this i need to get better at this Let's get after it one on one. These group trainings aren't doing it for me, even though this group even though these group trainings are great, and I actually want to stay in them. So I'm going to give you this money for them too, right? Now we just are. What we're doing is we're multiplying the different layers within our business and the different revenue streams within our within our business to make more high value clients. But we're also providing them the results on the back end as well. So now we yeah. see this fulfillment and so forth. So is this some of the impact that you're seeing right now in your business? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we do, um, what we do is like, um, it's like we get, we give uh, the boot campers also a chance, like not just boot campers, but um, any of the clients, we give them a chance to, um, to write, like to write something, you know? Like, right. Yeah. So just, you know, it's just a, you know, just to say, you know, you know what the gym has done for them. So they, so they, it's like their testimonial. That, you know, gotcha. that, that they, yeah, and so, and um, and we have quite a few boot campers who give their testimonials, and we have another guy. His name is Mike Fletcher, one of my favorite guys. He does a lot of. He has actually brought one of the package deals uh, with me, and he's been doing. Um, he haven't done the boot camp, but uh, also he put in more than th over three hundred some hours uh, within the gym, just yeah. uh, a training, and so for some other guys who put over more than three hundred hours also gets a yeah. gift and they end up getting a belt or some, or some other kind of gift. So it could be a chain, a metal chain or a belt or whatever it is. And so, and he actually got something and he's been with us and he said a testimonial and he's 
uh, 67, 68, 67 now, uh, years of age. And he's been with us for a while. And he's just, and he always says like, you know, man, um, this is the only gym I've had. This is the only gym I've ever actually worked out. He never worked out in any other gym before. And he just yeah. didn't feel comfortable. And so, and our gym was the first gym that he ever trained at. And, and, um, and he loves it. And so yeah. he never really been like very social you know, with a lot yeah. of people. And so, and this is something that's been for him. And then we had another guy uh, who used to do our boot camp who was, I think he's maybe like 76 now. But the thing is, at 70 something years old, he was the first guy to come around the lake and mm-hmm. the whole lake, the Lake Merritt. And Lake Merritt is um, like, I guess the outer part of our lake um, is like uh, three and a half miles, um, maybe like three miles, sorry, three miles. And then the inside is almost four. And so- yeah. And he was the first one that always comes um, to, to come back to the gym from under the lake. And I'm like, whoa, you know, and now he got so into working out. Now he like, now he's into like, you know, his strength and likes to, you know, but like uh, beef himself up and everything. But yeah, I'll say um, a lot of these guys who, um, who came, um, who, like who comes to the gym. Um, yeah. They're they're I mean, They have all kinds of, you know, uh, reason why they want to be there. And they, and I feel like they, they've changed a lot. <laughs> let me ask you a question too you know with this impact you're feeling you know I think the great way you're describing it here is like people are coming all the way from on the other side of the lake to be with you right so that that says a lot um, about the impact that you're feeling from the community now I'm curious about what your other client acquisition processes might look like right the way you attract your members so you mentioned Facebook and Instagram, and we can get to that. But with this boot camp program concept, right? Mm-hmm. The four weeks, is that something that you offer only to your clientele? No, no, no. It's for everyone. So yeah, you okay. don't have to be, you don't have to be a member. You know, just for a boot camp. Yeah, you can be just okay. like just a regular person who just want to come in and just want to do a boot camp one day. And yeah, okay. just get so- online for that. Yeah, so so the boot camp could almost be like an attractive offer to opt into, right? And you charge money to become a part of that four week boot camp, right? Yeah. What's that yeah. price? So so for the boot camp, so for the boot camp, so if you're if you're if you're not a member, we charge you full price. And then for the Got uh, it. and then for if if I mean if you are a member, uh, you you get fifty percent off. And so, and, and, and then you, and you're already paying, you know, I mean, you, you have to be signed up for our, like our three months, six months, 12 month uh, membership and to be able to get that 50% off. And then, so, and that's, and, and, and that's, and, and that's, I feel like that's why people keep signing up over and over and over and over again, you know, because they're taking full advantage of it. Yeah. Well, the members are right. The members, the members are t- taking advantage of it. And honestly, and we have, um, clients who's who just want to pay the full price they don't want to sign up for membership you know they just they just want to do the boot camp because they feel like this is the only um you know way they can get their uh i mean well they can't probably work in the evenings or you know come to the gym like you know doing at nighttime and stuff like that so the mornings is the only way they can come and be able to do a boot camp and then um and even and so they just go ahead and just pay the full price instead of signing up for the regular membership Miguel, let's talk about that then real quick, right? Is, do you feel like, let me ask you this way. Mm-hmm. 
do you feel like you're mo- you're missing out on revenue or more of the market to come into your membership and come into your community by not converting these people that aren't already members, but they're opting into your boot camps, right? So like it's almost like can your boot camp be a platform for you to acquire more clients? So we have had a lot of boot campers transfer over to, I mean, uh, people who had just done our boot camp and they did and they decided to transfer over to um to our regular membership. And because right. they see, okay, well, well, these guys just don't have the four-week boot camp. Like I definitely would like to come on my own time and and do a technical boxing class. And I just want to focus on that. Or I just right. want to do a strength, a strength training uh, class. And then yeah, um, to have a morning class, you know, would definitely be nice. You know, a regular morning class at six o'clock instead of just boot camp and stuff like that would be nice. You know, um, if I mean, because I know we're just we're getting everything together now. We're opening up and stuff like that. So that's the only thing. We just don't have a six o'clock morning class. So, yeah, we can be we can be missing a little bit of revenue, you know, for that morning class, stuff like that. I know our boot camp has been our bread and butter, you know, um, even even when we were because even when we were doing like going through the pandemic and stuff like that, because we were teaching boot camp outside also and the boot camp was doing really well. And then, yeah. so, but um, yeah. Other than that, um, we we are we like most of the people who who are just doing boot camps. They have um, they have decided. Okay, well, I want to get um, you know, um, I just want to I just want to give get a full membership, a twelve month membership, and I want to do boot camp from time to time. But uh, yeah, I definitely want to uh, keep my membership going. And that's the thing. So if you sign up for a three month membership and you and 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 you decide to do a boot camp, you have to finish that three month off. You know, if you decide to cancel, of course, there's a fee of, of cancellation fee. You know, if you decide to sign up for a year, because it's a little cheaper when you sign up for, uh, for a year, you know, but you mm-hmm. have to try to stick to that year or else there's a cancellation fee. But it seems like we have most people who definitely want to stick with the, with the, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's I mean, it's a very rare, <laughs> too reasonable of a price, you know, you know, it's, 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 um, it's pretty cheap. And so, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and then, and then I felt like this was a way to be able to, you know, I, I kept it at that this number for, for, I guess, just for us to be able to um, draw our clients in and stuff like that. And then, of course, you know, eventually, uh, you know, things will build up and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, that too, that might be an interesting case there as well. Like, if our boot camp, or if our four week boot camp is at a low low bearing offer where it's, you know, it's an offer that's so exciting to get into. And then it's also happening throughout the time of day at 6 a.m. in the morning where a lot of regular standard people want to work out, whether that's like before work or before they start their day, right? And it's those low-bearing offers. Like, why would they want to stop doing anything else? Yeah, they're just going to continue coming in. You know, they're going to take that week off and then buy the boot camp again. They're gonna take that week off and then buy the boot camp again. When, if you had the boot camp running, uh, you know, it, it had more time duration apart from it. Say instead of running like a four week, you were running like a six week boot camp every two months or something like that. And then actually implemented like classes from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., maybe two classes from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m 
where those were actually classes that had to do with your membership program, where it was the higher bearing offer. Like now, what kind of revenue do you think that you're providing that way? Yes. Yeah, so for the for the five a.m., um, we have acts. We have people that have access. Do you guys have a five o'clock? You know, I mean, because I mean, I know we have a, a six or seven and seven thirty to eight thirty boot camp, and those are two that we have. And since I've been the only one as of right now uh, teaching a boot camp, it's just been tough for me because it's, it's it's been hard. So like, of course, when we get other staff and stuff like that who can teach a boot camp, we could probably have a bit more running. You know, so. It was just, it was just, it was just only was because it was me. Um, well, it's because it is me that's just um, that's running the program and everything. Gotcha. So that's so that's the only reason why. So yeah, yeah, we um, definitely um, are missing out on like yeah, we could have a five o'clock, we could have a, a six a.m., but it's just been mainly me. And then of course, if you know, with no, if I didn't have any kids, of course, stuff like that would be completely different. And so, right. and that's, that's the only thing that's, that's holding, that's holding me back. And gotcha. So, gotcha. Are you doing, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go, 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 go ahead. Are you doing stuff on, um, you know, on the client acquisition side to get more clients coming in? So if there did come a time where, you know, you wanted to generate more classes throughout the day, like those five and 6am blocks mm -hmm. that you could fulfill those rapidly. Well, what we did do, um, honestly, um, we had we had partnered with uh, with other companies like um, La Squalita um, Middle School, like, um, and they paid us quite a bit of money as, as a PE. Um, well, they oh, was one of our coaches, and then we have, um, you know, um, you know, uh, it's it's like something that's uh, so it's almost like another side job for the gym, and so it's so we've been um, we've been training other we've been training their students. And honestly, we've been getting a, we've been getting a lot of theirs, their uh, the kids that's been wanting to come and join the gym. And also, same thing with um, with uh, uh, Piedmont um, High School, you know, and and for their and you know for their yeah, school, no, yeah, and also Oakland High. And so yeah, mm -hmm. and so we work we work with them. And then you know, okay, so go ahead. You're utilizing you're utilizing joint affiliation with other businesses around your area to get clientele or go tackle some jobs that you guys have revenue coming from. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. But nothing really on like the Instagram and social media front to acquire clients. So oh, I'm not gonna lie the Instagram's help. Like Instagram, like all the social media and stuff like that. I mean, this is a good, whoever came up with these ideas, like it really, really helps. Social media <laughs> helps a lot. And so, and um, because before we were just using uh, Groupon, like, you know, it's uh, and of course we became one of the number one seller, you know, in Oakland, you know, for the Groupon. I didn't realize that until they gave us like a little certificate. I was like, oh, okay. But, and then it came to a point where we don't really need Groupon. And so- right. And everything start, you know, and people just start to know what who what what box who boxing for help is. When you come into right. Oakland, come into the bay, you type in boxing, we do pop up. And so right. and that and I think, you know, because of the word of mouth, it really, really helped us out a lot. And so gotcha. you know, I mean, that's why we're always getting phone calls, phone calls, you know, new faces, new faces, you know, and so it's it's and some of those clients that's you know, all those new faces that comes in, like they stay there you know, for, for a while, you know, gotcha. so it's, mm -hmm. are you, 
are you do you think that your facility is one that just brings in you know a high volume of people whether that looks like that low quality type of client to where maybe they're coming in for like a month or two months and then they're leaving you or are, would you guys say that you're more so bringing in like the high quality individual that's looking for that type of community, that type of family feel while also getting the result, that high, that high quality result. So they're sticking with you guys longer. I feel like the clients, honestly, they, they tend to change. I mean, and there was one client who was talking to me, you know, um, she was looking for a place that would suit her a little bit or whatever. But then, um, and a person who's like, you know, like a gem that can really like show the techniques, like more self-defense, stuff like that. But mm -hmm. then she said it became something more. Like, it's like the family feel of the gym. It just, it made her just want to stay. It's like, like, it's, it's funny because our trainers, especially me, I like to dance a lot in class, have fun. And we always screaming out like, how y'all feel? And everybody's like, like a champ or whatever. And so it's just, <laughs> It's just, we just have this different kind of vibe where, where it seemed like they, they just want to stay. And so, and for the ones who are um, people who's not really, like I said before, like um, maybe people who have like social anxiety, who don't like to be around people and everything. Yeah. Now they feel more like a family. It's like, oh yeah, I like this gym. Miguel, you make me feel comfortable. Uh, Omar, Wayne, Melissa, like all these guys, you know, you guys make me feel really, really comfortable at home. And then, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, who you are or what your background it, um, is, like what yeah. you're into, everybody feels comfortable. And yeah. I think, and that's the only reason why we get people to actually stay, you know, and so, gotcha. as, and for the ones who are coming in, um, honestly, it's this, it's, it's just life. I mean, in business, people who are coming in and, um, and who leaves out, they're looking for something um, like, um, maybe like a free, <laughs> they want something free or, you know, oh, I just want to try something out. You know, do you guys, you know, do this for free, do that for free, or, you know, they just, you know, just want to check it out and just, you know, I don't know, <laughs> you get some people that's, that's like that. But other than that, most of our clients really want to stay. And I feel like our rates is good enough and it's not as crazy expensive. And this is where people want to stay. And honestly, even though our rates wasn't as expensive as every other gym, I think because we brought so many people in, it, it helped us with our revenue and everything. So, and I, and it was, I mean, <laughs> I think it was just a smart way to start off. Yeah. I love it. Where can our listeners find you online, my friend? So they can find us on uh, boxingforhealth.net. They can also uh, go to our Instagram, boxing for health on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, we also have Twitter. Um, yeah, so we uh, like all those social medias um, apps. Um, they can, uh, everybody should be able to find us. Do you guys have TikTok? We oh, honestly, <laughs> me and my girlfriend just started the TikTok thing for us, but um, uh, I, we thought about starting one for Box for Health too. And so, because yeah. so, we just we done a couple of exercises, you know, on there, you know, uh, that's actually kind of fun. And so, because yeah. I was trying to hurt a fight also. And then so and oh cool yeah we do a lot of different combos and we do a lot of fun stuff and everything try to balance ourselves without touching the floor like do like do some crazy stuff I think we did this one thing was called like the polo the po the polar bear so it's like she has a I have a holder and she's in front so she crawls over my shoulder oh yeah my legs and yeah and so we did stuff like that 
And so, yeah, yeah so. Yeah, That's we, cool, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, TikTok is like the new Instagram today. It seemed like it is. Yeah, I know. I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, huge, huge digital marketing channel. So very good, my friend. Boxing and health. Go check them out, Jim Lord Nation. Mr. Lopez doing some big things out there in Oakland, California. Thank you very much, my friend, for being here today and giving us that small glimpse into your business. Much appreciated. Jim Lord Nation, thank you guys once again for tuning in to another episode of Jim Lord's podcast. If you like what Miguel and I had to say, do not forget, smash that subscribe button below in order to be notified of our next episode. Until then, guys, take care, and we will see you next time. Jim Lords, out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast, where we talk to real gym owners who are in the trenches, doing work, changing lives in their area. I'm your host, Dominic. Today, I'm here with my guest, Jacob, the owner of Hybrid Human Performance in Lincoln, Nebraska. Jacob, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. I can't wait to hear about Hybrid. Tell us all about it. What is it that you do there? How are you doing your thing? Well, hybrid uh, human performance kind of has embodied um, my life experience through sport. I was an ex-collegiate athlete uh, Division II. I played down in Kansas at Washburn University. I'm a kinesiology uh, major, um, so I started studying human movement and then doing continued ex education. Um, you know, and I started training right out. Um, it was kind of on my own. Um, you know, we were, we're you know. Specifically, we're trying to bridge the gap between high-end human performance and the general public. Um, we are rooted in sports-based training. Um, we, we train, you know, any athlete from the age of about 10 years old. And then, uh, um, you know, we have some pros and some D1, D2, D3 uh, from all different disciplines. Um, but uh, our, our new focus um, with me taking over uh, this gym has kind of been grown into more um, just general public, um, educating them on, on uh, what strength and conditioning is and, and, and being a little more modern and functional um, based and, and holistic. Um, but uh, yeah, we've, we've you know, taken, taken over the gym um, that we're in now um, and kind of launched uh, this March. Um, we took it over last year during the pandemic and uh, we've had a lot of success in a little bit of time. Um, I have been in the industry for about eight years. This is my second um, <laughs> crack at uh, having a sports-based or gym um, business. Um, 
but yeah, so things are going well for us. Um, kind of weathered the storm. Obviously, the the, the new Delta variant has it's kind of put a damper on us, but uh, we're we're handling it and uh, the best we can, as, as I assume most are. So. Yeah. So you said this your your second crack at it, and you kind of jumped right back in during the pandemic. And and there have you know for better or for worse, there have been a lot of business opportunities that have come to be because of that and that you know you were in an inopportune time and I would never call it you know luck um, you've been putting in the work you've been there you were you were in the facility and you saw the opportunity to come out with it um, what was your vision going into it this second time around as far as business model itself I know your passion is in athletic performance training but you also saw an opportunity to I think in your words bridge the gap uh, between performance athletes and the, the general population. So can you articulate that vision a little bit more of, of where you see it going over the upcoming time? Yes. Um, you know, we, we've taken, you know, the same formula, same outline that we've created um, internally by taking a lot of different pieces that, you know, I've picked up through continued education. I, I usually like to seek out some of the best you know, minds and, and, and formulas in the industry and, and, and like to take what, a, what I find most valuable um, and what I think is, is going to be a high value to our client base here, um, you know, and, and specifically to our market. Um, like I, we've discussed uh, prior to this, we, we're in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, there's not an abundance of, of pro athletes running through here. And, um, you know, we have, we have the, the University of Nebraska, which we trained some of their guys. We've had a lot of success with that and helping um, do some of the combine prep and, and, and uh, um, in-season work as well, or off-season work as well uh, for some of those guys that are in the pros. Um, but, you know, our, our majority, you know, clientele is young athletes. And then we, you know, opened up. gym as well as in started marketing to the general public um now you know if you're not in the fitness industry and you're not um, an ex-athlete um i think most people we've come to find that they really don't understand um the complexities of strength and conditioning you know you always think of a strength coach being just a strength coach that deals with athletes not a strength coach or you, you know that deals with um, regular human beings and, and in a sense you know we've figured you know, I mean, we're all, we're all athletes or, or we're all hunters and gatherers by nature. We need to move our body. We need to move our body efficiently. Um, and uh, so we've, we've tried to, um, you know, educate market and um, approach the situation in a sense of, you know, kind of being, um, you know, more accepting to um, the general public here now recently. And, uh, you know, trying to cross over and just cross market into that, into that area, um, because it's, it's, it's easier said than done, <laughs> but, uh, we've had some success and it's just taking our same formula, same high-end detailed care, educated, backed, um, you know, training and trying to give it to the general public. Um, and we've had a lot of success so far. So we're, we're looking to continue to do that. Um, but like I said, it's, it's kind of new, it's, it's modern, it's different. Um, it's not your same, you know, kind of dog and pony show, I guess, if you must with, uh, you know, your, your boot camps are just coming in and, 
you know, running people through for, for just a workout. It's a little more detailed. It's a little more segmented into deficiencies, corrective exercises. Uh, we like to rebuild the foundation and really educate our clients on how the body works and, and understanding um, their deficiencies and what's most important for them at that given time. And then we periodization obviously compounds through time. Um, and, and yeah, we, we've, we've had a lot of success and, and high retention with that method and we want to kind of double down on it. Awesome. You said two things that went really closely hand in hand. You said educate and market. And if your marketing is educational, a lot of times that can, that can pay back exponentially. Can we dive in a little bit? Like what type of marketing have you done? Has it been guerrilla marketing hand to hand? out at community events or have you been like heavy on social media or have you even gone to the higher steps of, of paying, doing ads on social media, on Facebook, on um, Instagram, or maybe Google ads? Like what, what has your marketing looked like since you've taken over in this facility? It's very diverse. Um, we've probably done everything that you've, you've mentioned. Um, and some, we, you know, we pay for clicks, we pay for, um, you know, social ads on Facebook and, and Instagram predominantly. Um, you know, we've amplified our GMB. Um, we've had, you know, um, creatives come in and, and, and shoot. Um, we have a lot of content that's stored that we're still trying to get out. Um, obviously, with it, you know, the back end of the business, it's, it's one thing to grow um, you know, as a, as an owner, but those, that growth also comes with a lot more responsibility. And, um, you know, with me, you know, to kind of, kind of go back, you know, this is my second crack at it. So I've, I've made the mistakes, you know, I've seen, um, growth and wasn't ready for the growth. I've, I've, I've witnessed some of the, the, the problems that arise when you grow too fast or your back end's not built right. You're not tracking your metrics. You're not, you don't understand. You're just kind of going off on a whim and saying, Hey, how much did I bring in this month as opposed to, um, you know, what's really working for the business. And, and that's, I think, um, one of the things that separates, you know, a true business, a sustainable business from, from a, a short lived, uh, you know, venture. So. Yeah, absolutely. Knowing your numbers, tracking it, you know, the, I think the old cliche is, you know, whether it's training or business or life, you know, what gets measured gets managed, right? And everything else just gets forgotten really as you just hopes and dreams and um, knowing, like you said, the back end stuff, you know, um, is, is super important. You can't just look at your bank account and say, well, I have a dollar more than I did yesterday. Cool. Because stuff happens, you know, there's, there's all kinds of expenses. There's short term, there's long term. And if you don't have, you know, you don't have to have an MBA, but you have to know what things you can control and what what's affecting where you're trying to go. So if you don't know, eventually that house of cards is going to crumble. Exactly, exactly. And it's, um, you know, most gym members or gym owners will probably can attest to this. You know, you're kind of the brand, you know, and especially in a startup phase. Um, and if you're not trying to, you know, just bring a franchise or a big box, you know, um, facility to, to just another location, it's, you know, you kind of wear it, you are it, you, you're always, you know, nonstop working, you know, the hours don't end. Um, 
but yeah, you know, you have to be organized. You have to know your strengths. You have to know your weaknesses and you have to recruit and recruit solid people that, you know, are experts or are growing into um, that field um, and show signs of, of, of high value in, in certain areas. And uh, that right there is, is kind of, you know, one of the main things that I've noticed and, and, and knew that coming into this next second phase of, of growing this new brand, as opposed to the last is that I wanted to recruit talented people that really love this industry and have a, a specific, um, you know, skill set that, that I don't have, um, you know, so. What does that look like for you as far as I, you're, you have about 150 clients, right? And you probably have the capacity to somewhere around double that depending on where you go with things, but what does your team consist we, of now? What's that? We have, we have about 500 clients. Um, oh, okay. We have a hundred, we have 150 gym members or 157 active today. I just checked it before you got in. Okay. So we, uh, you know, like I said, we were predominantly a, a sports-based training facility where okay. we only focused on athletic performance. We've kind of recently March in March, we've kind of launched it to, to friends and family. Um, where it's now opening up as, as a facility, a gym, where you can access us 24-7, 365 days a year. So since then, you know, we've grown our gym memberships in about, you know, six, seven months um, to about, you know, from about, you know, I think we had about 20 people just on a one-off that we knew and were coming and friends. And, you know, I knew that uh, to be a, a sustainable business and, and to, to weather weather storms and and buy new equipment and and put into and into the staff and 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 legitimize us and and kind of kind of put our own um you know our own grasp on the market and be considered a serious player is you know we had to we had to find other revenues or, or uh you know streams of revenue and um you know so the gym memberships were were a huge piece of of that um, we also added a partnership with a, a, a local physical therapy company called um, Lincoln Orthopedic and Physical Therapy, LOPT. They are in-house um, PT providers. So we have office space for them as well. Um, they see a wide range of client uh, base. And uh, we that's been huge. That, that's been uh, um, everything and more. Um, when we initiated the partnership, we, we, we like it. We we're going to continue to grow it. There's, you know, talks about maybe even open up a second location already. Um, but, uh, we are, you know, again, for me, I always kind of err on the side of caution and, um, I like to go slow and, 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 and then go fast. And, and we're still, like I said, we're, we're about a, a year old, if that, um, and we've had a lot of success in, in what we've kind of focused on um, and been able to grow. But, uh, you know, we have about four trainers and then an intern. And uh, we just kind of put up that we're looking to, to hire staff here. Then I also have an assistant that, that runs some of the back end stuff and a marketing uh, manager that helps out a ton um, with uh, all the stuff that we want to get out and, and cross posting and putting together campaigns and brochures and, and tours. Um, and, you know, it takes a village to run a, a, a facility uh, like this. We got about 10,000 square feet. Um, we have, you know, premium equipment and uh, that kind of aligns with our culture. You know, we want to have uh, some of the, 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 the modern functional based stuff 
from the education and, and as well as as the, the equipment and they go hand in hand. Um, but yeah. So it sounds like a lot of things are going really well for you and it's not it's not coincidence right you have you have your vision you have your experience you have all the things that you have wanted to put in place i mean you're doing a lot you're servicing a lot of people with with not a not a huge staff um so efficiency is good um you know direction is there is is anything not going as well as you would want it to? Is there anything that you're that you're working on or that you're fighting? I mean, COVID is a pain in the ass for everybody, right? So people listen to mm-hmm. this. It's September, or yeah, it's still September 2021, and mm-hmm. COVID is the black cloud. But I mean, you feel like there's anything that's not going the way that you want it to right now? Because it, it it's sounding like you're just firing on all cylinders, and and that's fantastic. Um, I would say the biggest thing is, is personnel, you know, finding good people that integrate with our culture. Um, I've tried to, you know, hire, you know, we were at six coaches on the last one, uh, predominantly all CSCS guys and, you know, come from renowned universities and, you know, the, the formula of training that we've created is, is, is a little more modern, um, in a sense, and it's rooted into human movement. Me being a, a kinesiologist, um, you know, I like to reset things. I like to, um, be more anatomy based functional, but not, not to knock, you know, saying anything bad about, um, any sector. Um, I just think that, um, with sports based or functional based training, and, and trying to cross over into general public, there's just hasn't been a large pool of, of people specializing in that area. And usually the ones that are, are in that area or have that, that skill set are usually at a university, um, a big, you know, commercial, you know, place like Exos. Um, you know, you, you, you usually see them um, chasing, uh, you know, the pro or highly, highly competitive uh, field of, you know, boxing or, track or you know football um and there's tons of facilities around the united states now that that are are specializing in sports and athletic training and then they're trying to do the same thing i would assume as you know you have to keep you have to keep the lights on you know and athletes are you know usually you know busy during the season and then if they're young athletes you know they're going to school year round you know summer summer but they still have have responsibilities to do deal with with their team so then you become you know kind of constricted to a, a small segment of time and then a small segment of, of of people that you're training so yeah you know it 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 it's something that we've you know I've con- had confliction about of, of trying to um you know, go into the new market and, and what it takes, because it's, again, it's, it's an uphill battle educating people on what we actually do and, and then letting them know that, Hey, you know, this is, yeah, we, we predominantly deal with, 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 with athletes, but everybody's an athlete at the root of, of things. And uh, we all need to move our bodies efficiently. And um, you know, yeah. So that's kind of where, you know, we've, we've kind of driven towards, but uh, I would say the personnel, you know, finding, Finding um, trainers, uh, you know, performance specialists, people that understand the anatomy, people that have experiences in a lot of different segments, whether it's the CSCS, you know, the the performance specialist through Exos or DBC down in Florida, um, you know, I I 
I try to take from a lot of different places and kind of, you know, create my own formula um, based on a lot of things that I, I've learned. And uh, I try to give that to my coaches and in our internships, we're trying to build um, a, a proven program that, that can turn and, and, and um, develop um, the trainers that, that uh, are rooted into a lot of, a lot of, uh, the components that we want to, we want, we want them to have. Um, so we're looking to recruit interns straight from um, the universities here in town and some surrounding areas. Um, we literally just put up a, a post yesterday and we have some, some resumes already coming in. So we're a little more proactive in, in, in a lot of the issues that we're, we've, we've come across. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I usually try to seek those things and uh, we're trying to work through it, but uh like I said, I, if you had to put it on one thing, I'm, I'm looking for, um, you know, personnel, personnel that will, will integrate and be open to, to continued education and, and, and um, you know, building with, with the culture, with the brand here. Yeah, that's, that's something that, you know, now more than ever, and you hear about this national labor shortage and um, in, in our industry, I think it's, it's so much more skilled and specific that, it's super hard. You know, if, if I could wave a magic wand or create a, a trainer factory, I'd probably be a multimillionaire right now. But it sounds like the way you're approaching it is, is trying to find kind of the rawest talent that you can and really build it in-house with your internship program. That way yeah. they can, they don't have bad habits. They're not coming in, wanting to do something a different way. Not that it's right or wrong, but you just, you'd rather not have somebody at all than not have somebody who's going to execute your vision. Like you've been there and done that and you're ready to just say, just like you probably don't want to compromise on the type of training you're doing or the clientele you want, it's going to be the, the trainers that you want to, or you'll just wait. Exactly. Exactly. I'd rather be patient and slowly build and you know, I don't need many, I need few. And, and that's the same thing with, with everything that I've done is, you know, um, I've never, never sold cheap work. Uh, my price points, um, you know, I, I, I get a lot of, uh, you know, interaction with other gym owners and trainers in the community. And it's just like, they, they can't believe that we've had success at those rates. And, you know, I've always, always been a, a strong believer in, 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 knowing your value, knowing your experiences and, and being able to be, you know, provide value and be service-based to drive the, the, the kind of revenue that needs to be had to be successful and weather the test of time. Um, but yeah, we've, 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 we, we are, are trying to build more internally and create those, those systems and those processes to be able to onboard interns and then put them through a curriculum that is conducive to, to our environment and what we want. But, uh, you know, um, you know, going back to the scarcity thing, that's the same thing with the, the, the gen, general public gym memberships. You know, I, I don't want to be a big box, you know, uh, again, not to knock their concept of, of uh, business because I know it works and they have tons of success with it. There's tons of gyms around town that have, you know, 500,000 to 3,000 members, franchises coming in and, um, you know, trying to drain their grasp on uh on the market. Um, but we're looking for, you know, <laughs> I have this number, it's like, you know, a correlation to the movie, the, you know, the 300, um, the Spartan movie, but I just need 300 members. That's our goal. We're over halfway there. We hit that halfway mark this week. Um, and we're, we're focusing on driving those, you know, 
Um, you know, we've been taking them in fifties and kind of redoing campaigns and tweaking things and just seeing how the environment and how the crossover effect between, you know, team trainings going on, we have general public training going on, and then you, 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 you know, you're, you're limited to the space, uh, the staffing, you know, the cleanliness of, 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 of it, you know, that's one thing that most people won't talk about. It's like, you know, we're very highly detailed. We, you know, we're, we, we take pride in our facility and we want the people that come here to, to take that same pride. You know, um, we want people that are actually going to utilize a, a gym membership and not just pay for it and forget about it, you know? Um, but I think we will gear towards, probably, you know, becoming a, a, a private facility at some point and you'll apply to get in and, and if everything goes well and trends the way it's, it has and uh, the market allows us to do that and, and hopefully this COVID thing goes back home and or we just, you know, we have, we're learning to deal with it, I think, and, you know, as we, we've all seen. Um, but we've, we've taken, you know, precautions to communicate with our members and, up the cleaning and the sanitation and uh we're still looking for ways to to be better in that area and again just going back to the servicing of of, of the people whether it's a, a pro athlete a 10 year old or a grandpa somebody's grandpa that referred us in and and we're uh trying to take care of and help uh get 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 active again so awesome awesome so we need to wrap this thing up we're running short on time but man you've dropped some bombs some knowledge some experience if you had any advice for your younger self going through what you've gone through, or maybe somebody who's in the industry or thinking about getting into it, like if, if you could pick, you know, maybe one lesson that you think is the most useful thing that you've learned, what do you think that would be if you had to pick just one? Uh, just patience. It, it's a marathon, you know, anything worthwhile building that's going to last the test of time. It, it takes time. Um, and, and, you know, make, make all your decisions based on the long-term aspect and relation aspect, as opposed to being transactional and short-term, because I used to do that. I used to, you know, I've had experience where, you know, I, I could sell anything and, you know, it was in survival of trying to take care of your financial needs and, um, you know, just be patient and know that, that, uh, the higher power will will provide as long as you're you know your heart's set in the right place and that uh you're really passionate about what you do and you're you're willing to put the work in you'll have success awesome man i i appreciate that 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 goes a long way before we let you go we can let you get out of here and get on with with you what there? you're doing um where can people find you online what's your website what's your social media people want to check you out whether it's from a client perspective whether somebody is you know hears what you're saying and if resonates and maybe they want to apply for your internship program or or maybe someone wants to reach out and hear about more of what you've done as a business owner how can they find you yeah we our website is www w.hybrid-hp.com. Um, you can find us on Instagram at hybrid underscore.
Oh, I lost you for a second there. Oh, you're you're muted. I don't have any sound coming out of you here. There we go. There, there we go. go. So can you just yeah, can lost run, it, for some... run it run it back? Where where can we find you online? Uh, uh, website is www.hybrid-hp.com. Um, our Instagram is hybrid underscore HP and then Facebook hybrid human performance. Again, we're at a link in Nebraska. Um, yeah. All right, man. I thank you so much for your time being here, sharing some of your experience, some of the things that you've learned. I think our listeners are going to all be able to get something out of that. Thank you so much again for your time. Thank you. You have a good day. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And to everybody out there listening, we thank you for your time too. We appreciate you spending a little bit of your day with us. Hopefully you grab some, some nuggets and gems from our man, Jacob here. If you want to hear more episodes, click the link in the description, hit the subscribe button. If you want to be on the show, there's a form you can fill it out. We'll get you on. You come on and share your story, your experience to everybody out there in Jim Lords nation. Keep working hard. Keep changing lives. Keep kicking ass. Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.